You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and this is part two of our Disney Trivia Tournament. If you heard our first episode, then you heard four competitors uh, competing over 15 questions uh, over all things Disney um, to make it to the final, and we hope you enjoyed it. If this is the first time you're listening to Disney Trivia and you happen to click this one instead of the first one, uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, This is basically a shortened version of our normal format. Uh, And if you haven't heard our show before and you're just here for the Disney trivia, stick around. Uh, We have new episodes out every Tuesday. They're hour-long pub trivia experience uh, games that we like to recreate that pub trivia experience. Um, But uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, my name is Neil. I'm joined here with one of our co-hosts, Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? I'm doing pretty well. How are you, Neil? I'm doing well. Uh, We had a really great first episode. Jeff wasn't on it, so he has no idea what happened. So we're actually just going to completely trick him uh, a little bit later. We'll see what what that turns into. Uh, But Matt was here for that. Uh, But we have four great competitors here today for Disney Trivia, and uh, we're really excited to introduce them. So introducing first, uh, her name is Emily Camerano, and uh, we're super excited because she's actually from Orlando, one of the hotbeds of Disney. So uh, Emily, how's it going today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, maybe what your favorite Disney movie is, and uh, if you could be any Disney character for a day, who would it be? Yeah. So like you said, I'm from Orlando. I have a Disney annual pass, so I am a frequent visitor of the parks. Um, my favorite Disney movie, I think, would be The Little Mermaid. Um, I love Ariel and all of her adventures, so she would also be the princess I'd love to be for a day. Oh, great answers. Our our tiebreaker from uh, part one was actually Little Mermaid themed. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but uh, it was pretty, pretty hard. Um, so thank you very much for joining us, Emily. Appreciate it. Thank you. Our next contestant uh, is James Conger. How's it going, James? I'm doing well. Thanks, Neil. How are you? I'm doing well. And uh, how about you? How about a little bit about yourself, favorite Disney movie and character you'd love to play? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm in Lafayette, Indiana right now. Uh, I'm a corrosion engineer for the utility company down here. Uh, my favorite Disney movie is Ratatouille, uh, by and large. And if I could be any Disney character, it would actually be Lightning McQueen, so I could say Kachow unironically. <laughs> Great. Uh, actually, you know, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Uh, what is there a specific type of car he is, or he's just a car? He's just a race car. Uh, I'm sure, the brand's mentioned somewhere, but. Right. Well, you could say Kachow unironically, and then you can say Wow, ironically. So. <laughs> 
I'd hope so. I'd do that anyways. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, our uh, third competitor uh, joining us today is Katie DeWall. How's it going, Katie? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. And uh, how about you? A little bit about yourself, favorite Disney movie, and a character you'd love to be for a day. Uh, I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. My favorite movie would be The Little Mermaid. And the character I'd be for a day would be probably Peter Pan. Oh, Peter Pan is a good one. Uh, now, is that uh, with Shadow or Sans Shadow? With Shadow, for sure. Okay, so no no bars of soap are going to help you get that Shadow back. Um, Correct. So yeah, I know Peter Pan. I know that one pretty well. Um, <laughs> and for anyone listening, uh, we do know some Disney stuff, but uh, as trivia writer, sometimes you have to research a subject. So there are many Disney movies I did not see, and I didn't know any of the answers from the previous episode, but I tried my best to be convincing. Right, Jeff? Oh, absolutely, Neil. All right. And that's uh, another thing we like to do here. I like to throw things at Jeff just to see if he's listening and if he can react in a, in a good time. Uh, and our, our final contestant uh, was someone who just joined us earlier today. So it's nice to, to hear your voice again. And that is Jane Carmichael. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. And uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I, uh, I, I was just on a previous episode of Triviality. Had a great time. I live outside Washington, D.C. And I'm an analyst. And if we're following the theme, my favorite movie is Mulan. And if I could be anyone for a day, it would be Mulan because she fights and she has access to the best food. Oh, very good reasoning there. I like that. Um, Well, Jeff, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, to answer this question since you're here. Uh, Any favorite Disney movie or character you want to play? Yeah, I have a real soft spot for Wally. It's one of my favorites. And until about a week ago, I would have wanted to be Wally, but it turns out that kind of sucks. So uh, <laughs> I haven't rethought my answer since then. But hey, that's all right. Um, well, um, we have four great competitors here, and just a, a little recap: uh, it's going to be 15 questions. Each question I'm going to ask, all the competitors will lock in with their answers. The player with the most points um, at the end of the game will move on to the final, uh, playing the winner of episode one, uh, which was George Robb. All right, so now that you heard the rules, let's uh, begin the game, and we'll have Jeff start with question one. All right, question one. So Walt Disney not only holds the record for most Academy Award wins, but also most Academy Award nominations with 59. Second to him with 52 Oscar nominations is what composer? All right, so let's start with uh, Emily. Um, I said John Williams. Okay, and James? I also said John Williams. All right, Katie? John Williams. And Jane? I did not have an answer. All right, well, uh, the answer is uh, one of the best composers of all time. That's John Williams. So 10 points to Emily, James, and Katie. All right, uh, question two. The first Disney live-action film released was in 1950 and was based on an 1883 novel by what three-named author? All right, so uh, let's start with Emily. I couldn't come up with anything, so I have no answer for this one. Okay, let's go to James. I said Louisa May Alcott. All right. (laughs) Katie? I thought about that, but I went with uh, Hans Christian Andersen. Okay, and Jane? Uh, um, I said Harriet Beecher Stowe. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, all three, all three named people uh, that you you said there, but the answer is Robert Louis Stevenson. Yes, Robert Louis Stevenson. With Stanley Robinson. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Oh, man. I couldn't even think of what the movie was. Uh, yes. So uh, that would be, yeah, Robert Louis Stevenson. Uh, and the first uh, Disney live action film was Treasure Island. Oh, Treasure Yep. Treasure Island. Yep. Which is one of the beards is in there, right? Blackbeard, Brownbeard. Uh, James L. Beard. James L. Beard. <laughs> yeah. One of them. Uh, Jeff, uh, feel free to continue. All right, question three. Whether you listen to the animators themselves or the internet, you'd be in the middle of a disagreement over whether the word sex or SFX appears in flower petals in the background of what film? Uh, Okay, Emily, what do you have? Uh, I put The Lion King. Okay, James? I also put The Lion King. Katie? The Lion King. And Jane? I put The Lion King. All right. And the answer is The Lion King. And uh, if you listen to a previous episode of ours, uh, I believe we said it it was also kind of in the dust, Uh, even though it says flower petals, it's kind of dust and flower petals. It's it's sort of blown in the wind and then sort of dissolves into the stars. Yeah, it's uh, Mm. the stars. And then you see the colors of the wind and then all these other (laughs) random Disney references I'm trying to fit in here. Uh, But yes, that is correct. It is The Lion King. So points all across the board. All right. Um, so number four here uh, is going to be something called hashtag explain a film plot badly. So I'm just going to kind of um, <laughs> explain a Disney movie uh, in very, very layman's terms with other references. And uh, let's see if you can get the title of that Disney film. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I really want to see that hybrid animation movie where Murder, She Wrote fends off Nazis with 300 count Egyptian cotton. This is how people used to order movies when I worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm locked in. Okay. All right. That's okay. Uh, Emily, uh, what do you have? Um, I think this is bed knobs and broomsticks. Okay. And James, uh, you're just tapping? Yeah, I'm tapping. Okay. Katie? I had bed knobs and broomsticks. And Jane? I put bed knobs and broomsticks. And it is bed knobs and broomsticks. Great job, everyone. I only got that from the murder she wrote. I, that's... I got that from the sheets. I was like, sheets, <laughs> bed, bed <laughs> Jane, you are a fan of 300 count Egyptian cotton? I actually only use jersey sheets. So. Ooh, I like, I like that. I, I, yeah, I have those as well. The kind of person I am. Yes. Um, all right. So Jeff, uh, even though I would really want to ask this question, I'll let you <laughs> ask this next one. Yep, I can tell. For uh, longtime fans of the show, you'll know that Neil is a fan of the boy band in sync. So this is a question about them. Boy band in sync performed a track alongside Phil Collins on what film? The last in the Disney Renaissance era. Uh, music's my weak point. Uh, I'm gonna tap again. It's not gonna come. Okay, uh, Emily, what did you put? I put Tarzan. Okay, Katie. I have Tarzan as well. And Jane. Tarzan as well. It is Tarzan. It is Tarzan. Um, James, do you remember that uh, soundtrack now? Yeah, now I do. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was you, called Trash in the be Camp. Trash. Would you say, uh, Jeff? Oh, I said you'll be in my heart. You'll be in my heart. You mean you're tearing up your heart? Get your NSYNC references <laughs> no, right here. From the, from Tarzan. Tarzan reference. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. I, that's my bad. I, I have NSYNC on the brain. <laughs> Uh, but no, I was thinking of I know the... how to make in sync references, Neil. <laughs> um, but um, there are, if you are a fan of the of the uh, the song "Trash in the Camp," which is Phil Collins and NSYNC from Tarzan, you would uh, really be appreciative of such lyrics as "Shooby Doop, Dobby Dop, Dooby Doop, Dobby Da." Yeah. 
I really saw, genius. Oh, I saw Joey Fatone and Chris Kirkpatrick perform that at Epcot this past year. Oh my god! Did you really? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. I'm jealous. Well, that's what they're up to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Justin's up to. Probably nothing. Um, okay. Saving his marriage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good call. Uh, <laughs> too soon. Sorry. Too soon. Uh, too soon. All right. Um, question. Uh, actually, no, we're at question five. So let's do a score recap. So uh, Emily uh, has 40 points currently. James has 20 points. Katie has 40 points. And Jane has 30 points. So very, very close. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Question number six. The song Feed the Birds was known to have been Walt Disney's favorite song from any of the projects he worked on. In what film would you have heard this song? I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right. That was a quick one. Uh, Emily, what do you have? Mary Poppins. All right. James? Mary Poppins. Katie? Mary Poppins. And Jane? Mary Poppins. All right. I'm surprised no one said Mary Poppins. Uh, Yes, it is Mary Poppins. That's right. (laughs) We thought we'd leave that to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. So you know, you know. Yeah. I'm really trying hard not to do voices on this episode. It's very hard. Oh, just let it go. <laughs> there you, there you go. Yeah. Uh, into the unknown, right? With this impressions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, on to you. All right. Question number seven. Ben Stein voiced what rather trivial character in Hercules, portraying the god of when three roads meet? Disney. Disney. Yeah, I'm locked in. I can't think of it. All right, let's go to Emily. Um, I just put Phil, which I know is wrong. <laughs> All right. That's his little friend. James? I put Trivius. I thought that was what Trivia meant. Yeah, Katie? Uh, I put uh, Narcissus. And Jane? I put Trivia. Yeah, being a little cheeky here, uh, <laughs> what trivial character, uh, the name is Trivia. Mm. And James, you said trivious, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So moving on to question eight. Uh, okay. In Moana, Tamatoa is a gargantuan coconut crab that hails from Lalotai and is voiced by what eccentric actor slash musician from New Zealand? Okay. Uh, let's start with Emily. Um, I just guessed. I put Taika Waititi because I had no clue. <laughs> okay. Uh, James? I also guessed Taika Waititi. Okay. Katie? Hey, he's in uh, what they do in the shadows with him, but I put Jermaine Clement. All right. And Jane? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I know it was from Flight of the Concords, but I couldn't remember it. Yeah. And I was trying to think of all the songs by them in my head, 
and I couldn't get there, but it is it is Jermaine. Okay, so officially it was a t- it was a tap, Jane. Yeah, it was a tap. Okay, all right. Uh, well, yes, it uh, along with Brett McKenzie, uh, Jermaine Clement from the Flight of the Concords. Right. And he sings the song Shane because my little niece plays that all the time and we dance to it. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. I've seen it. Yes. <laughs> On to question nine. The song "Where Do I Go From Here" can be found in which Disney animated sequel? All right, if everyone's locked in, let's start with Emily. Um, I put Return to Neverland, the Peter Pan sequel. All right, James. I did Little Mermaid 2. Katie? I put The Rescuers Down Under. And Jane? I put Frozen 2. Oh, unfortunately, nobody gets this one. <laughs> Pocahontas 2, Journey oh, to a New oh, World. Okay. Yep, Yep. Uh, Pocahontas 2, the Terminator 2 of Disney sequels. <laughs> <laughs> As it's known in the inner circles. Right. That's that's what I hear in, in, in secret meetings. Um, but uh, we're on question 10. So after question 10, we'll do a little score recap before uh, the end of this game. Uh, this one's a little special for me. So let's see, uh, let's see how you do on it. Question 10. Despite being a rather soft-spoken fellow, Wally was actually a fan of which musical about a scheming matchmaker? Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. Oh. I guess I'm locked in. Okay. A reluctant guess uh, from Jane. So let's start with Emily. My favorite musical, Hello, Dolly. Okay. James? Hello, Dolly. Katie? I had The Music Man. Okay. And Jane? I knew there was a matchmaker and fiddler, so I put that. <laughs> I felt like, man, that'd be really weird if that was Wally's, Wally's thing, but okay. Uh, well, uh, Emily and James uh, did get it correct. It was Hello, Dolly. And uh, yeah, that one's special to me. I was in Hello, Dolly. I played Cornelius. And uh, in the movie, he watches the tape of them singing It Only Takes a Moment, which I sang. Uh, and I think I might have told this on the on the show. It doesn't matter. I, I can never remember anymore. Um, but uh, at intermission, uh, we were singing songs or whatever. We went to intermission. Uh, a castmate of mine asked me to hand her the hair straightener, and someone left it plug in all night. And I grabbed it and I burned all the skin off the inside of my palm. Oh, and, I forgot that was that. Hello, Dolly. Yeah, and then I I squirted a bunch of neosporin, squeezed my hand into a fist, and sang "It Only Takes a Moment," a love ballad uh, in extreme pain. <laughs> But uh, I think it came off okay. The show must go on. That's right. Ah. The show must go on. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I did not look like I was in love with my co-star, but it, I, I don't think from the <laughs> from the far seat you could tell. So, uh, All right. So after 10 questions, we only got five left. We have Emily at uh, 60. We have James at 40. Katie at 60. And Jane at 50. So very close still very close all right uh jeff feel free all right question 11 which disney film was not based on a brother's grim story tangled snow white the princess and the frog or the little mermaid i'm blocked in locked in locked in all right let's start with emily um i put the little mermaid james i also put little mermaid katie the little mermaid and jane Nope, Princess and the Frog. And the correct answer is The Little Mermaid. Yeah, I believe that would be what, Hans Christian Andersen? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay, Hans Christian Andersen's famous star of Baywatch, Disney. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm in such a uh, lightheaded mode here. Fugue a lot of state. yeah, I'm in a fugue state. Uh, all right. So for question twelve, the three gargoyles in the Hunchback of Notre Dame have what three names? The first two share a name with the author of the original book, and the last one is one half of a famous comedy show. Let's start with Emily. Um, I put Victor, Hugo, and Laverne. Okay. James, or James tapped. Uh, Kate? Yeah, I tapped. I had Hugo, Victor, Laverne. And Jane. I had Victor, Hugo, and Mo. <laughs> 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 I was like, well, it's not exactly half, but <laughs> I couldn't get anything better. Hey, you were, it, was a, it was a good guess, though. Uh, but yes, the answers are Victor, Hugo, and Laverne for, uh, from Laverne and Shirley. All right. In total, three Disney films have been nominated for Best Picture Oscars, including Disney Pixar. Which films, uh, and there are three in total, why don't you give me two of the three that received the illustrious nomination? I am locked in. Okay. And I'll walk in. All right. Let's start first then with Emily. All right. I put Beauty and the Beast, and then I guessed Toy Story for the second one. All right. James? I did Beauty and the Beast and Moana. All right, Katie. I had Beauty and the Beast and Up. And Jane. I also said Beauty and the Beast and Up. All right, your correct answers for this are 1991's Beauty and the Beast, and then you have Toy Story 3 and Up. I had written down Toy Story 2, but I scratched it out because I wasn't sure if it was 2 or 3. I keep getting yelled at. I haven't seen number 3 or number 4. Is there a 4? Yeah, there's a 4th. I haven't seen the Yeah, it just came out. I, I rewatched it yesterday. It's real good. I just watched Frozen for the first time, so I'm I'm terrible. Oh my! I was working. I ended up, <laughs> up seeing that movie probably ten times, which is shocking that it was me and not you. Yeah. Well, I I had when I was working with children's theater and we were doing the plays that I was directing. Like when we had off time, we would watch movies um, before their parents picked them up, and it was always Frozen. And I always just like did not pay attention or went in the other room. So, not on purpose, but just that's how it happened. All right. Um, Okay. So question 14, almost done here. Uh, The 1996 101 Dalmatians was the second in a line of now 11 movies and counting that Disney has remade into a live action film. The film starred Glenn Close, Jolie Richardson, and what versatile actor as Roger? So we're looking for the actor who portrayed Roger in the live-action version of 101 Dalmatians from 1996. Just watched it yesterday, but I can't remember his oh, name. No. So oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, I'm giving it a tap. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to mm. tap out. I don't know. Okay, so Emily and James are tapping out. Mm. Uh, Katie, what do you have? I have Jeff Daniels. And Jane. I have Jeff Daniels. It is Jeff Daniels. That is correct. And if if you guys recall, there was a famous uh, scene uh, of diarrhea in the. To- or sorry, that was Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> 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 uh, Jeff, uh, so we're at, we're at fourteen questions here. Uh, we're in the the final question. Everyone's been playing great. Um, I'm not even going to do a score recap because we'll just keep it uh, keep the tension here. But Jeff, do you want to do number thirty two right here for this final? All right. So the last question, question fifteen. In the Rescuers, where is the Rescue Aid Society headquarters located? <laughs> all right, do I have everyone? Yeah, I'm locked in. Uh, all right, let's start with Emily. 
I don't know that I ever saw this movie, so I just guessed Central Park. And James? I said Pat O'Brien's. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to go there right now. Uh, Katie? I thought it was like the United Nations. Oh, I just put the United Nations building. I don't know. Okay. And Jane? Uh, I put Buckingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of you is getting points, Katie. It was the United Nations building. Yeah. I didn't know if it had like a particular name. I was like, I have no idea. I remember them like walking into like a little hole in a place, and I knew that it was like a bigger place. I was like, oh god, where? But I didn't. I wouldn't have guessed the United Nations. It was a good poll. Very good poll. Uh, yeah, and as they say in that, uh, we never fail to do what's right. I think, or maybe that's just a quote. I'm not sure, but. Um, yeah, so uh, that was the final question. Uh, it was a very good game. Uh, and it, let's see here. In fourth place, uh, we have James with 50 points. Uh, in third place, Jane with 70 points. In second place, Emily with 80. And uh, walking away with this one is uh, Katie with uh, first place, 110 points. Great job. Yay. Yay. Very good. good job, everyone. So we appreciate all of you joining us for today. Um, as we kind of bid you adieu, um, we'll just kind of throw it to you. Any final words? Uh, and then um, I, I'm just going to ask you a random Disney question off the top of my head. So uh, let's start with James. Thank you for joining us. Uh, any final words? And uh, how about your favorite uh, Disney uh, cover art? Oh, gosh. Uh, final words. I need to use my Disney Plus subscription a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite cover art. I mean, Ratatouille is the only one I can think of right now so go with that that's a good one well thank you very much for joining us james you did a great job yeah thanks uh jane thank you for joining us again for a double recording today um uh, any final words from you and then how about uh your favorite disney song from one of the disney movies oh man that's that's a tall order um first thanks for having me on again Mm -hmm. Uh, i know that i was kind of a last minute addition but i always have a good time doing trivia um my favorite song is probably um, How Far I'll Go because it makes me cry every time I hear it and I sing it really loud in my car all the time. <laughs> it's very, very understandable. Well, yes, yeah. thank you very much for uh, for joining us again. Uh, Emily, so sorry to not see you moving on because you're from Orlando, but uh, any final words from you? And then since you do have a Disney pass from a, for a year, um, your favorite Disney ride or attraction inside the park? Yeah. Um, thanks so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. This is the first time I've done anything like this. So um, I really enjoyed it. Um, my favorite ride is probably Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios. Very good. Very good ride. Um, and yes, uh, all of you, by the way, are always welcome to, to come back on the show at any point. Uh, so we'd love to see you. Uh, and then, yeah, Katie, great job today uh, with 110 points. Uh, we're going to bring you over to the final game here. But uh, yeah, any final words from you and then uh, favorite... Uh, Disney prince or princess. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for having me. I've enjoyed this. I think the two things I said I wanted to do on here was Friends trivia and Disney trivia. So I got to do both so far, so that's been great. Um, my favorite Disney prince and princess are from the same movie. It'd be Prince Eric and Princess Ariel. Wonderful. Well, yes, thank you very much to all of you. Uh, also, once again, thank you for being Patreon supporters. It means the world to us and helps the show keep growing especially uh kind of during what's going on right now uh allowing us to do bonus episodes like this um and uh for uh ken and matt who are not here um they are uh jeff what are they doing i'm going to throw it to you for once let's see what what you got Mm. wow 
You know I'm not good at this improv stuff, Neil. Uh, we're from Second City, but uh, I couldn't improv my way out of a paper bag. So, Oh, that's um, okay. Well, even that's, if I was miming it. Even if you were miming it? Well, I'll, I'll cover you, yeah. Jeff, because I didn't want to reveal <laughs> their, their secret identities because Jeff... Uh, Ken is uh, becoming a superhero called the Bearded Man, and uh, Matt is becoming Apathetic Boy. So they're they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna join the Incredibles uh, for that. He's becoming he, uh, true. He is he is Apathetic Boy. Uh, the secret's out. Uh, Bruce Wayne is Batman, etc. Uh, but yes, thank you very much uh, to all of you for joining us for for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, and if you're listening to this, there's one more episode. It's going to be the final between Katie Dewall and George Robb. Uh, and uh, we look forward to seeing you there but for Ken, Matt, Jeff Emily, James, Katie and Jane my name is Neil and that was Triviality As a longtime foreign correspondent I've worked in lots of places but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.